Welcome to Getting to Know Yourself podcast, a space curated for the fearless individual on the road to becoming the best version of themselves. This audio series was created for every woman or man that is on the journey of improving, caring, and discovering their fullest potential. I'm your host, Kai, and thank you so much for joining me. Sit down, grab a cup of wine with your pen and notebook, and let's get to know ourselves. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Getting to Know Yourself podcast. I'm your host, Kai, and thank you so much for joining me. So if this is your first time joining me, I want to remind you to press subscribe so that you don't miss out on any episodes. I will be doing episodes every Sunday, so make sure that you tune in. And if this is not your first time joining me, thank you so much for being a continued support on my podcast. And I truly, truly appreciate you. And if you love this podcast, make sure that you are giving feedback and passing it along to your friends. So before we dive into today's episode, I just want to do a very quick check-in. First of all, I gave you all 10 action steps from last Sunday. And if you have not listened to last week's episode, I want to encourage you to do so so that you can be informed on what I'm discussing right now. So I want to know how did those 10 action steps go for you all? Did anybody take the time to unplug from the drastic social media that is talking about the coronavirus every single day? Did anybody get up and move their body? Did you all start home exercising since the gyms are now closed? Did you all try a new recipe? Did anyone take a bath this week? I can tell you that this week has been, I don't know, a breath of fresh air for me. Some people are in mass hysteria since the coronavirus has broken out, but personally, I am just taking this one day at a time, and I'm just really excited for the break that I have finally been allowed to have. I don't know if anybody else is out there like me. I am super overworked and overcommitted. And as a result, I really, really needed some time to take and gather myself and recommit myself to God and recommit myself to my goals. Because when you are overworked, sometimes things become foggy. I'll be honest, they become very foggy. And for me, I was in that area, that gray, foggy area of Farch, and if you are a teacher, you know what farch is. It's that area between February and March where it's just so long. You have barely any days off. There's standardized testing. Everything is just crazy. And I'm a teacher of 37 students by myself. I also control the sports at my school, and I am a coach for several different teams. So sis was tired, let me tell you. And honestly, this time has been a breath of fresh air. I have been able to really just sit with God and present him my request and tell him like, hey, God, this is what I have going on. This is what my thoughts are for my life. What are your thoughts? Has anybody else been able to sit down and stop thinking like, hmm, this coronavirus, we're not able to work. We're not able to all these bad things and just shifted their alignment and their focus in their mind and said, hmm, I finally get a day off. I finally get to spend some time with my family. I have not contracted this disease. See, the thing about having a full body and a full mind is that we have to shift our brain from this negative way of thinking the media is out there to be the devil it's out there to trick you because a negative framing is all they do they don't talk about the eighty-seven thousand cases that have been recovered 
They don't talk about that. They just talk about the, the four to 7,000 people who have died. And I'm doing a range because I'm not 100% accurate on those statistics at the top of my head. And I don't choose to be because that's not what I want to discuss today. I can definitely put in the description box ways where you can find that information because I am not going to spread false information. But that's what I'm not what I'm discussing today. Today, I want to discuss something that has been very pressing to me, but also something that I think is very prevalent and necessary, especially right now. So we're going to be talking about shifting our minds. We're going to be talking about paving a way for ourselves. We're going to be talking about self-confidence. We're going to be talking about breaking generational curses and taking risk in this episode. So if that sounds like something that you are interested in, you need to go ahead and grab your pen and your notebook and you need to go ahead and have a seat. It's early, so get your breakfast and tune in. Get ready because we are about to get to know ourselves. We're going to dive deep. So let's get to know ourselves. I want to remind you all that we are in the month of March and even though we are quarantined, we should be still filling our minds up with a lot of education and knowledge. And so in the month of March, it is Women's History Month. And if you do not do your due diligence to learn about women in history, I'm going to make sure that I help you in today's episode. I want to remind you that the next month that is coming up is the month of April, which is Black Women's History Month, which is even better. And so I will continue to have this episode for a few series. And so I'll talk a little bit more at the end of this episode on what the series is going to look like. But today, for today, we're going to talk about a seat at the table. So when discussing a seat at the table, it means to be heard and accepted. It means to have an influence and power to make decisions and affect change. And so you may say, like, Kyla, what does that look like? How can you have a seat at the table? How can you even make this table? What table are we talking about? So the table is is power. The table is having power and, and being at a table where you can influence to make change and decisions. And so... That has not always been a place where women have had a safe space to speak and be heard. And even now, even after all of this has gone on where women have done their due diligence, we haven't always had a space at the table. And so first of all, I want to just discuss what that means. So being in at a seat at the table in a place where patriarchy is just the norm and I don't mean in United States I mean just across the globe and any of my global listeners can attest to me on this that women do not necessarily have a seat at the table when it comes to making decisions when it comes to having power and so you might ask like yeah if I step out and try to speak out for myself I might you know, get my hand cut off or I might get cussed out. And I want to encourage you that having a seat at the table doesn't mean that you have to, you know, step out and be this this person who is malignant and, and militant. You can be a person who is heard and accepted and still be knowledgeable and still have words of power. And so I'm going to equip you with how you can do that in today's episode. So I want to remind my listeners that women account for 57% of the degrees in undergraduate. And we, 
we account for 60% of all master's degrees, which means that right now we are being the top educated. So why is it that we still don't have a seat at the table? Well, I'll tell you why. It has something to do with this notion of power and men feeling that women cannot lead, that we have to submit to this patriarchal patriarchal power because we have babies and because we have periods because they feel like we can only lead emotionally but I'm here to let you know gentlemen that that is not at all the case women can lead with a firm head we can lead with a clear heart we can lead without our emotions we just have to have the opportunities to stand at the table and speak And of course, we may get a little bit emotional because we're not being allowed to talk. But how many men have cried because they haven't had the chance to talk about what they want to talk about? How many hissy fits have we seen in history with men, Donald Trump, for example, who just constantly talk their shit because they are not getting their way? So women, it is time for us to have a seat at the table. It is time for us to step into owning who we are and being used by God. I want to remind you that the first preachers of God were women. If you remember when God was in the temple, who When he went to Calvary and he was dying on the cross for us and then he rose and he was gone from the tomb. Who were the first people to speak about God? Who clothed God? Who cleaned Jesus? It wasn't men. Men didn't even believe him. It was women. And I can't tell you that God did not use that story of Mary Magdalene and those women believing in God being, I mean, Jesus being the son of God for no reason. He didn't use Mary in the Bible to be the deliverer of his seed for no reason. So women, we belong at the table. The table was created for us. So let's step into that. You got to be, you can't be afraid to take risks, darling. You have to be able to come in and shake the table and say, hey, I belong here. And you may be scared. And I want to remind you that there are some women in history that have done this. They have done this countless times. Katherine Johnson. We would not have gotten into the moon if Katherine Johnson hadn't said, hey, I'm not going to just sit here at my desk and listen to you all spit off the wrong trajectories. You're doing that math problem wrong. This is how you should do it. And guess what? We got into space. Madam C.J. Walker, she may have gotten some of her ideas from her mentor, But we wouldn't have the hair as we know it if it wasn't for Madam C.J. Walker. We wouldn't have black women owning their look if it wasn't Madam C.J. Walker. Let's not forget about Rosa Parks who said, no, I'm not going my ass to the back of the bus. My feet are tired. I just worked a hard day. You could sit at the back of the bus. And don't get me wrong, I still choose to sit at the back of the bus sometimes because the back of the bus be cracking. But guess what? I wouldn't have had that choice if it wasn't for Rosa Parks. 
Harriet Tubman, she said, I'm not going to sit here and be a slave. I'm not going to just free myself. I'm going to free my people. And I'm going to shake the table that you said I wasn't even meant to be at. And you're going to think you're going to catch me. And countless and countless years, I'm going to save my people. And I'm going to die a free woman. And that's what she did. Beyonce. Been famous for over 20. Beyonce has been famous for the context of my whole entire life. Okay. Let's put that in perspective. And she said, I'm not going to just be a mom. I'm not going to just be a wife. I'm going to be one of the best self-made millionaires out here. And I'm going to represent for my people. I'm going to make my daughters and my children generational wealth. Rihanna, another person. I'm not just going to sit down and say, hmm, I'm going to be a singer. No, she stepped in owing everything that God had set out for her. Susan B. Anthony, allowing us to vote. Ruth, fighting for women's rights. Sojourner Truth, let's remind you that we are meant to be at the table. We are willing, we are meant to shake the table, ladies. Step into that path that God has for us. He told us from a long time ago, from when we were starting as mothers of Christ, that we were meant to be at the table. So what makes us think that we're not to me meant to be there now? We birthed Jesus. We told about Jesus once he rose. What makes you think that you can't sit at the table and tell people from right from wrong? Currently, the worst people have a seat at the table and we have to own ourselves and step into making ourselves be represented, whether we are women or we are other underrepresented in other ways, being minorities, being um, our religion, being whatever it is. We deserve a seat at the table because without us being represented at the table, we will not have our perspectives represented. And then we go into having people like the orange carrot, Donald Trump, be our president with a lack of representation of people seating at his table in his cabinet. And now we have things like global pandemics happening that we're not ready for because he didn't have enough people who were equipped for their jobs sitting at the table. So now you may ask, like, how do we we come into owning our table and sitting there? And I have some tools for you. You know, this isn't getting to know yourself podcast without sis having a few tools for you. So first, we're going to start with entrepreneurship. If you are interested in being an entrepreneur, the very first step in all of this is you have to take a risk. You cannot just sit there and say, oh, yeah, I want to become an entrepreneur. Okay, sis, how are you going to do that? Are you just going to talk about it? Do you got some plans written down? You know, what are you going to do to get there? So if we're talking about having a seat at the table, we're talking about, number one, we're going to plan to have a seat at the table. We are going to plan. And in that planning, we need to know, number two, know what they do not know. Nobody knows everything. And so you need to know what your opponent doesn't need know when you are sitting at the table or when you are making a table for yourself. You need to have the ingredients in your pile that everybody else needs to know. They need to be taking a bite out of what you have. Number two, networking. 
Networking is important and having a seat at the table. Everybody deserves a seat at the table. You need to leverage your strengths and your weaknesses through allies. And by doing that, you need to network. Have a little bit of everybody at the table so that you can take a bite out of everyone's meal and be full. If you only take a bite from your plate, sis, you're not going to fill up. And you're not going to be in that riches that God wants for you. So network with people. Take a bite out of everything that everybody has to say. And number three, know that you are not the master. Be willing to learn. That is a number three tip for having a seat at the table. Know that you may not always be the person who's passing the food. You might have to receive the food sometimes. Sometimes you might have mama scooping a couple, uh, some mashed potatoes on your plate. Receive that energy. Number four, pave the way. You have to be willing to see that shiny light at the end of the tunnel and say like, hmm, that's where I belong. And that's where I'm going to get So pave the way for yourself. What steps does it take to get there at that table? If you're not seated at that table yet, what steps does it take to get there? Or what steps does it take to set your own table? How are you paving the way for yourself? And so number five, how you find how you're paving the way for yourself? You ask yourself, what am I scared of? What is my purpose? What is my alignment? And when you figure that out, you can start making the little steps for yourself to pave your way toward that table or start making the invitation list to creating the table for yourself. Number six, become a conversation engager. I can talk all day on this podcast because I am not scared to talk about what I need to. I'm at every table and people are talking about me and they're saying, oh, you're not like my most women. Yeah, because I'm not going to be put in a group full of people who are being put down. Not to say my women aren't great. My women are great, but you're not going to marginalize me and you're not going to put me in a group that has been taught to not say something. Be a conversation engager. Talk, sis. Open your mouth up. Say what you need to say. You deserve a seat at that table and you can't have a seat at that table and be recognized if you don't open your mouth. So open up. And then you need to seek clear cut feedback. Number seven, seek clear cut feedback. Don't be scared to fail. Having a seat at the table and recognizing that our table can grow and becoming full on our table is having and accepting feedback, criticism from all of the people who are at your table or the people who you are inviting to your table because that's how we eat. That's how we become full. And in our seasons of getting to know ourselves, we want to become full in riches and, and, and tools that are going to help us become our full potential. 
And so I want to encourage you to take these steps. Be willing to shake the table, ladies and gentlemen. And if you need to know what those steps are again, those steps are become an entrepreneur. Number two, know what they don't know. Number three, network with your peers or those who you don't know. Learn from people. Number four, pave the way. Knock down barriers. Number five, become a conversation engager. Number six, ask yourself, what is your alignment? Walk in your alignment. What is your purpose? And number seven, seek clear-cut feedback. Ladies and gentlemen, that is how you take a seat at the table. You need to be heard in acceptance. You need to have influence and power to make a decision and effect change. And that can start right in your household. You just have to take those steps. You have to be like Katherine Johnson, like Madam C.J. Walker, like Rosa Parks, like Harriet Tubman, like Beyonce, like Rihanna, like Susan B. Anthony, like Sojourner Truth. You have to be a game changer. You have to be willing to say, fuck what you're saying. I'm going to do me. You can do it. If Donald Trump can become president, says you can have a seat at the table. You can make that table. You can become the next version of yourself. You can break generational curses for your family by taking a seat at the table. You can take risks by taking a seat at the table or making your table. And it starts with your placemat. Grab your bowl. Grab your plate. Grab your cup. Fill it up. And then you start working on everybody else outside of you. Because then that's how your table will be full. When you work on how you are full, your table becomes full. You can do it, sis. I know you can. So if you've been stuck in the house and you have been quarantined, it is now your time to think about how you're going to take a seat at the table if you are not already seated at the table. And that means how are you going to have your voice to be heard? How are you going to influence decisions? How are you going to leave your mark on the world? I want to encourage you to do that while you are sitting sitting in this time of uncertainty. Make something st- certain about yourself make some solid plans so that once this quarantine is lifted up you can have a seat at the table or already be seated at the table now for the next two weeks i am going to be doing a series called a seat at the table next week i am going to be talking and hosting my first guest um on my podcast and i'm going to be talking to them about how they paved the way for themselves and how they created a seat at the table for themselves and they're going to give you all some tools on entrepreneurship and just being a great leader and then the following week we're going to talk about breaking generational generational curses a little bit diver deep and i'm going to have another guest on my podcast and i'm going to have her discussing that and so make sure that if you haven't already you subscribe and thank you so much for listening to my podcast all right that wraps up this week's episode of getting to know yourself podcast i'm your host kai and this was a seat at the table if you like today's episode make sure that you give me a thumbs up or you 
give me five stars for feedback on Apple Podcasts. If this is something that you are interested in and you love getting to know yourself podcast, make sure that you subscribe so that you don't miss out on any episodes. Until next week, thank you and have a great day.